The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Mem Aleph. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'alun Shmat Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Latzlachat. The soldiers and the army in Eretz Yisrael by Yabasha Ba'amiru Bayam that they should have success in their efforts in the north. Protecting our land as well as the citizens, Yehudim, living to Shavei Eretz Yisrael, that what Elam should protect them and save them from uh, all our enemies and any Shalom harm and damage. Amen. We are on Gemara Mem Aleph, and we will start uh, four lines down. And the Gemara now goes into a subject of Kinin. We discussed at the end of yesterday's Gemara that a lady, a Yuledet, or a Zava, when she finishes her purity process, she has to bring birds. One bird is brought as a Hatat, and one bird is, one bird is brought as an Ola. We said that she verbally designates them to uh, respective Ola and Hatat status. So since we discussed that on yesterday's daf, so now the Gemara is going to digress a little into some of the laws of these uh, birds. So comes the Gibran and says, Amarav Hizda En Hakinin Mitparshot Ela O Belekihat Baalim O Baasiyat Kohen. So Rav Hazda gives us a very important rule. When do the birds become designated? At what point does the owner designate the birds and the designation is going to be effective? So he says one of two points. Means when the owners buy them. So at the time of the purchase, that's a time of designation. Or at the time that the Kohen is actually sacrificing them, so he's able to designate. Which is also the only two times you designate. Meaning if let's say the owner bought them, he didn't designate. And he wants to designate after the purchase, the designation is not hal. It has to be dafka at the purchase or dafka at the time that the Kohen himself is doing the Qurban. The Gemara says, Amar of Shimi Bar What's the reason of Rafazda? Because we have Pesukim. One Pesuk says, Velakeha. Right? The first Pesuk actually says, O Shene Bene Yona, the next pasuk says ve'asa kohen etayachat chatat ve'achat olah. So one pasuk says lekiha, which is purchase, and one pasuk says 
Ve'asa, when he actually performs the service. So therefore the Gemara says, O belikiha, O ba'asiyah. One of those two times, the uh, bird becomes designated. Metibe, we have a question from a Braita. Ve'asa hatat, we learned in the Pasuk yesterday from the Sifra. That when the Pasuk says, you have to make the Sa'ir. That's going over the mountain. Sa'ir So the Gemara says, It's the Goral. It's the lottery that makes it a Khatat. But verbal designation does not make it a Khatat. Because without this Pasuk, I would have said the other way. I would have said, I would have made a in a place where the goral doesn't work. For example, why the birds of the Yoledet on the Zava, when the designation of the birds goral doesn't work, but verbal designation does work. In a place where the goral works. For example, the Saida Mishtaleach, or the more so verbal designation should work. That's what, that's what I would have thought if I didn't have a Gizrat HaKatuf. Talmud Lomar, Ve'asau Hatat. Ha'goral Oseh Hatat, Ve'en Hashem Oseh Hatat. Good, so that was the Tosefta, uh, or the Sifra, uh, that we said yesterday. Now let's analyze it ourselves. In the Havamin over here, we were thinking that the verbal designation should work for the Sa'ir, just like it works for the Kinin. Now, at what point are we designating the Sa'ir over here? It's not at the time of the purchase, and it's not at the time of the Asiyah. It's between the purchase and the Asiyah. So if we're learning it from Kinim, in the Gemara's Havamina, we're in Havamina now. The Gemara thought to say, oh, without a Gizrat I would have learned from Kinim. And I would have said, just like Kinim, verbal designation works. When does verbal designation work? Either at the Likiha or the Asiyah. So I would have said, who had deen that you could do verbal designation by the Sa'id? So the Gemara says, Ve'aka de'lav sha'at nekiha, ve'lav sha'at asiyahi. De'katani de'kaba. But still the Gemara says, it's kaba, meaning I would have had a havamina to say that the verbal designation by the Sa'id is valid, even though it's not a tilikiha or the asiyah. Now if you're learning from the birds, it's got to be like the birds. Right now the whole Kavachomer is from the, uh, from the uh, Kinim. The Gemara says, Amar Abba, Haki Kamar. Ma bimkom shelo kidesh agoral. Vafilu bish'at lekiha, vafilu bish'at asiyah. Kidesh Hashem bish'at lekiha, bish'at asiyah. Makom shikidesh agoral Shelo bish'at nekiha Shelo bish'at asiyah Enodin shikidesh Hashem Bish'at nekiha U bish'at asiyah So the Gemara just adjusts the Kadha Homer And it throws in Shat asiyah and shat nekiha And the Kadha Homer go like this If what? By the birds Where goral doesn't work by Shat nekiha or asiyah But verbal does work at Likiha or Asiyah, so by the Sa'ir, where the Goral uh, works anytime, certainly verbal should work at least at Sha'at, Likiha, and 
עשייה. So the Gemara says, Tavud Omar, Ve'asau Chatat. So you need to get another Kedut to say, No. Ve'asau Chatat, Ha'goral Oseh Chatat, Ve'en Hashem Oseh Chatat. So they were basically what the Gemara did over here was, the Gemara is explaining the Hav Amina over here. Even in the Hav Amina, when we were discussing Sa'id HaMishtanaya, you should know, it was only going as far as Sha'at Nekicha and Sha'at Asiyah. That was the only time verbal we would have a Hav Amina to think that it's okay. Just like the kinim. Okay. Let's just read one Rashi over here. In a kinim mit parshot. That's the third line. Ezu leola veezu lehatat. You cannot designate the ola or the hatat. Ela obel kihat be'alim. Im kishikanan. When he bought them. Amar ze ani lokeh leola veeze lehatat. Shuv en a kohen yachol shenotam barsiyatam. Kohen cannot change them anymore. They're locked in. Vim shina pasul. And if you change them, they're pasul. Vim kishikanan lo pires. Afapish shikaralem shem lahabikin. Even if he designated them a name after the purchase, en shem hal alehim. The name is not uh, valid on them. Viachol a kohen shenotam. Right, because he has the time of the asiya. So really, these two times are the only times that designation is hal. Okay, let's just read the next Rashi. Velakeha ve'asa biyoledet ketiv. By the lady that gave birth, it says velakeha shetet torim oshne b'neyona echad leola vechad lehatat vechim emisora. The gabe zava. Actually, that would be the gabe zav. Okay, uchtiv gabe kohen. Right, ve'asa kohen et echad hatat vechad ola. So what do you see over here? Alma, or b'shat the kihanik ma'in, or b'shat asiyatan. Either the kihah or asiyah, but beni beni lo. But in between, no. Okay. Comes the Gemara and continues. Tashema, metame mikdash, ani. You have a fellow that's an ani. He's a poor man. And he entered the Bet HaMikdash when he was Tameh. So he's in Bet HaMikdash, Ani. Now we know that there's a special Qurban he has to bring under such circumstances. It's called the Qurban Oleh V'yored. Oleh V'yored is a fluctuating Qurban depending on the person's economic status. There's three levels. You have the Ashir, you have the Dal, and then you have the Dalet Dalut. You have the rich, the poor, and the very poor. The rich man, he brings animals, obviously. That's rich, he can afford it. Uh, the poor guy brings birds, and the very poor guy brings flour. So that's what they call an Olev Yored, because it's a floating uh, Qurban. Sometimes it's Olev, and sometimes it's Yored. Sometimes it's a high, and sometimes it's low, depending on, like I said, the economic status of the uh, transgressor. So now we discuss over here a mitameh mikdash ani. So therefore he's obligated to bring birds. The korban that he brings is two birds. One for hatat and one for ola. I want to point out, if it was a rich man that sinned, he brings an animal, one animal, the hatat. There's no ola for the rich man. The poor man, since he's bringing less, so they compensate him by bringing one hatat as well as one ola. Whereas the rich man, you bring just one animal solely for korban, hatat. Okay? Good? 
Now the Gemara explains. Story Tashema, what happened here? Metamem Mikdash Ani, Vifrish Ma'ot Lekino. So he designated monies for his birds. Ve'ashir. And in the interim he became rich. Now, Ve'aharkach Amar Elu Lahatato, Ve'elu Leolato. Then what he did was with the monies that he had designated, he verbally uh, committed them. And he said, these monies over here, he put them in a pile, this is for my hatat, and these monies over here are for, are for my ola. Well now that he's a rich man, he has to bring an animal, not a bird. So let's say he designated $20, $10 for one bird, $10 for the other bird. But now he has to buy a kurban that's worth $100. So he's got to kick in a 90 more dollars into one of these piles. So the Gebarah says, which pile does he kick the 90 dollars in? So the Gebarah says, Mosif umevi chobato medeme hatato. Well, he adds the 90 dollars to the hatat pile. Because an ashir only brings a hatat. So you have 10 already designated. Right? He didn't buy the bird yet. It's just 10 dollars. He's designated for hatat. Add 90. Now you have a hundred, go to the uh, market and buy an animal. The end mosifu mevihovato medeme olato. Now, he cannot add the 90 to the ola money. For hatat, because the ola money was already designated for ola. Well, now that he can't bring that ola, so we'll have to take that money and buy an ola for nidaba. It'll go as a uh, gift, a donation. Okay, that, that's the derech uh, that the Gemara is telling us. Now the Gemara analyzes ve'acha de'lav sh'at ve'lav sh'at asiyahi. Hold it. When is the designation taking place over here? Not at the time that he's buying the birds or the animal, and not at the time that the Kohen is performing. It's, it's monies here. The monies are designated. That's not sh'at kiliyah. Shahat Kinyaz, when he's at the market, he's buying the bird after he bought it. Here, the monies are just on his table. So the Gemara is saying, at that point, add the $90 to your hatat and designate it for hatat. Or even before that, even before that. It says, after he became rich, he designated money. This is the hatat money, and this is the ola money. And it's mashma that it was hal. How do we know it was hal? Because when he became rich, what do we say? He could only add to the khatat money, but he can't add to the ulama. That means the money's already designated. So the Gemara is the obvious question. You just gave me a principle. Designation for kinim happen at one of two stages. Here it's what's happening at a different stage. At the time of designation of money. Designation of money is not cha'at likiha, nor is it cha'at asiyah. So the Gemara is the the But it says in the Braita, from the fact that we're learning these halakhot, it says it was kobeya. Amar Rav Sheshat So Rav Sheshat comes along and says Hold it Before you start asking questions From this Braita Against Rav Hizda Because again it was Rav Hizda that taught us the rule Of when designation is how So Rav Sheshat comes along and says You can only ask from this Braita Against Rav Hizda if it's a authentic Braita but Rav Sheshat is going to say, I'm going to prove to you that this Braita cannot be authentic. There's something wrong with the Braita intrinsically. And therefore, we're going to have to adjust this Braita. And once we adjust it, you'll see it won't be a question on Rav Hizda. So, Amar Rav Sheshat, 
Meaning, does it make sense to you that this Braita is, is logical? Why? We have a statement from the Azan Roshaya. Metamem Mikdash Ashir. You have a Metamem Mikdash, you went to the Metamem Mikdash when he was Tameh, but he's a rich man. Vevi Korban Ani. He brought a Korban of Ani, meaning he brought birds. Right? Lo Yatsa. Which means his Korban doesn't count, it's Lo Yatsa. Oh. That being said, he's asking a very strong question on this Braita. Let's get the Braita clear what happened here. The man was an Ani, first writer, he was an Ani, he went into the Beit HaMikdash. He designated money for his Qurbanot. Then he became rich. After he became rich, then he said, this is for my Hattat, and this is for my Ola. Go back to the Braita to get the Braita clear. I'll read it to you again, so you make these points. The Braita said, the Tashema, he just put the money on the side. He didn't say what is what. He just put the money on the side. After he became rich, Now hold it. After he becomes rich, there's no ola. We said that Ani brings ola. So how did you even learn this braita? Which means, why is the designation of the ola even ola at all? We know a statement, if an Ashir brings the Qurban of an Ani, it's nothing. So they were, how can you tell me in this Braith? The Braith doesn't make sense. Why are you telling me that the Ola money became Ola money? At the time that he designated as Ola money, he was an Ashir. The Kaurad, the Braith should say, if he did that, nothing, the money is nothing. He could add his Khatat money to any pile he wants. So Rav Shishat's coming and hold it. This Braita has problems. Before we get to Rav Hazda, how do you understand the Lashon of the Braita at all? In lieu of what Rav Hoshaya teaches us, that in light of what Rav Hoshaya teaches us, that an Ashir cannot bring the Qurban of an Ani. So the Gemara says, finishing the question, since he's not Yotzeh, how do you designate it for monies of Ola? Ela, that's what you have to say. My itlach lememar. How are you going to have to answer that question? Shekevar amar me'aniyuto. You're going to have to re-explain the Braita that all this happened when he was still poor. Which means, the guy was an Ani, he went into the Beit HaMikdash. He designated his money. He separated Hattat monies and Olam monies. When he was still poor, oh, then the monies are going to be Hal. Then he became rich. Oh, good. When he became rich, then we understand the Gemara. Only put it in the uh, in the pile of uh, Hatat, but don't put it in the pile of uh, of Ola. Oh, but once you're coming on to say this, now we can answer the Hazda. Now, so the Gemara says, shekevar amar. Mish'at Afrasha, which means I could come along and say that when did you designate this uh, Ola and Hatat? I'll say it was designated for Hatat and Ola at the time that you were Mafrish, at the time that you separated the money. Now, what is separating the money? Is separating the money Sha'at Lekiha or Sha'at? Uh, so Rashi comes along and says Look at Rashi Two lines from the bottom 
actually, we can read the Elam Ma'it Lach Lememar. Read that big Rashi towards the bottom. See, it's one, two, three, four lines after they get wide. Watch, watch, read, read inside. Elam Ma'it Lach Lememar. Al Kurhaq Mibaya Lishibusha. We have to. Uh, say that the bright over here, the way we have it, is a shibush. It's not authentic. Ulmemar, that word says aharkach. But after he became rich, he made the uh, the separation shibushu. This is what it's supposed to say. Ve'amar elu lehatad ve'elu leola ve'aharkach he'ashir the b'sha'at shekavan. Hava Korban Hazile. The time that it was designated, it was Ra'uitem. Vechevad al Korhat Meshabishtai. Once already you say that the bride has a Meshabishtai, it's not authentic because you see we have to change it. Rav Chazdana me, Hachi Tirzad is where we're going to answer it. Shekevar Amar Mishat, Mishat Afrasha. Vetani Acha, say it like this. Metame Mikdash Ani. And he went to the Mikdash Ani. Shifrish Ma'ot Likino. He separated the money for the birds. Ve'amar b'sha'at hafrasha elu lehatad ve'elu leola ve'arkach he'ashir mosif u'mevi. Here's the key lines of Rashi now. The hafrasha b'maot k'sha'at lekihat ha'ofot. Right, which means what purchasing is to a bird. Separating money is just as similar to purchasing. Which in the money stage, purchasing is considered hafrasha, and therefore it's considered shat hafrasha. Your shat kinia, shat lekiha. Which means there's two, there's two shat lekihas. The shat when you actually go to the store and buy the uh, bird, that's vaday shat lekiha. But in the money stage, when you separate the money into the piles and say zehata, zehola, that's also Considered So what all the Rav Shachat did is uh, Once already you're starting to answer the Braita And you have to say First of all he did it when he was Poor In order to make it hal right? So once already you're saying that I can tell you and he did it at Shachat Hafrasha She's a Lashon over here of the Braita doesn't say that the way we have it Our Braita just said Tashema Metemekdash on Frish ma'ot he designated the money Then after he became rich No, I'll say He did it all when he was poor Meaning the designation when he was Was done when he was poor And at the time of the designation he did Hatat and Ola And therefore it's considered like Shat Therefore no question on Good? Means we had to adjust the right a little Because again the way we had it He was not free shit and did nothing then when he became rich, he separated. There's two problems according to that. Number one, when you're rich, your separation to be nothing, because the Allah is not brought by a rich man. And number two, it's not sha'at, likiha. The way we have it now, we take care of those two problems. The designation was done when he was still poor, and at the time of the designation of the monies, he also said, And designation of monies is considered sha'at, likiha. Comes the Gemara and says, Good, 
stay on that daf, look at the bottom nashi. There's an opinion of Rav Haggah. Bottom nashi. The Amar metamem mikdash ashir vehevi korban ani yatsa. Oh, Rav Haggah holds. Guy walks into the Beit Hamikdash. Ashir. He designates the korban of an ani. Instead of bringing the animal, he designates the money for birds. It counts, he holds Rav Haggah. Oh, so according to him, you don't have to change the Braita. According to him, the Braita can make sense according to the first version we had. Meaning, he was the Ani, he walked to Tibet to Mikdash, he designated monies, but he didn't say what is what. He became rich. At that point, he said, According to Rav Haggah, it's Hal. Now when he wants to do the right thing, so he said, add to the Hatat side, but don't add to the whole other side. Now once you're saying that, you can't answer this whole answer that Rav Shishad gave to help Rav Hazda. Now you're stuck. Now the Braita is valid the way it is. If it's valid the way it is, you're not making the designation at the Shat, Hafnasha. You're not making it at the Shat, Nikiha. So how are you going to answer the Braita according to Rav Haggah to answer Rav Hazda? So the Gemara says, "O Rav Chagah Amar Rav Oshiyad Amar Yatsa, Ma'ika Lememar." What are you going to say? So the Gemara says, "Lo Tema Ve'Harkach Amar Ela Ema Ve'Harkach Lakach Ve'Amar." Add a word. Add one word into the Brayta. The word Lakach, which means. He was a poor man, he walked in the bit of Mikdash. He designated money, but he didn't say what is what. He became rich. After he became rich, he then separated monies, but not only separated monies, he separated monies and bought. He went and bought a, uh, a, 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 an ola bird, and a bird for a hatat. Okay, which means, once you bought it, then the designation, everybody's going to agree it's going to be valid. Now, we're going to have to see uh, what does he do after? Because now he's got birds in his hands. Now he's got to convert those birds into a animal. So the Gemara is going to say, now once you're eating the word lakah, that's fine. So you took care of the designation process. It's hal because it was chaat nikiha. But now you got to deal with the birds in your hand. How do you get rid of them to convert it into a animal? That's the Gemara's next point. Rashid does point out on the top that it is the derech of a tana. To leave out one word in a brayta, so therefore, even though this was a very integral world, which is in, you know, instead of it's just saying amar, as if it's saying lakah ve'amar, key word there being lakah, meaning at the time of the purchase, it was designated. So comes the Gemara and says, ela ema ve'acharkach lakah ve'amar. And underline the word lakah. Comes the Gemara and says lakah. What? Is that the case? We told you bought the birds. Mosif umevi ovato mainu. Hadn't the add money for your hatat? What are you adding money to? You bought the bird already. Wait, well, you, I have an olah and I have a hatat. We add money. Add money to what? So the Gemara says no. De parikle. Now you do a pidyon. Which means now you redeem the hatat for money, and now add to that money. Come on, hold it. The rule of pidyon was only said by behemoth. It was not said by ofot. 
So once you buy these birds, they're stuck. You cannot now reconvert them into a behemoth or a pinyon. So the papa gives the answer. Kegon Case like this. Guy designated the money and he was uh, poor. Right? He became rich. Got a pile of money. He took half the money. He bought one bird. So he has now one bird and half a pile of money. Right? So the Gebarah says, I ola zaban. If he bought an ola, beautiful. Mosif umevi kobato medeme hatato. The leftover money obviously is hatat money. Let him add to the hatat money. And the bird that was ola will go for a nedaba. Now, if he brought, if he bought hatat and that one bird, well, then he's stuck. He cannot add to the ola money. Because the leftover money is obviously designated for Ola. The Hatat bird has to go Lemita, because you don't bring a Hatat as Nedaba. Hatat is by definition Hatat. You can't bring a Hatat as Nedaba. And then he's going to have to take new monies. Which means the only case of Mosif is if the bird that he brought was an Ola. Then he can mosif on the leftover money that was hatat. That's what the Brayta was talking about mosif. But if he bought a hatat, he's stuck. He can't do anything with the hatat. He's got to let it uh, die. The money that he has left over is all that money. That money will be also you buy an olah and bring it as a nedaba. He'll have to take new monies and buy his uh, korban hatat. So if that's the case, according to uh, Rav Haga. That's why he learned the Braita. So then what did you gain by this case? You do gain that at the time of the buying, that's when it was hal. Which means the purchase made it whatever it was, or an ola, or a hatat. And the mosif will only be in the case if it was a ola. I mean, the leftover money is your mosif to make it a hatat. So that's what we gain, or that's what we interpret it according to Rabhaga. Bufa, we learned above. Right, the first opinion said if a uh, ashir brings the korban of an ani, lo yatsa. As we learned, the Haga held that even if an ashir brought the birds, it counts. Comes again what on says. So now let's let's just focus on the Nabi Haggai because that's where the question is going to be on. You tell me that a rich man can get away with a poor man's korban. So the Gemara says, but you don't see that by mitzorah. Why? Metive, we have a question from a brayta. Mitzorah ani. You have a mitzorah ani. He's a poor mitzorah. Shevi korban ashir. He brought the korban of an ashir. The korban of a mitzvah also fluctuates. So the Gemara says, if he brought the rich man's korban, yatsa. Okay, he can upgrade. However, ashir shevi korban ani no yatsa. So Rabbi Haga, why by mitzvah for ashir downgrades it's no yatsa, but by mitamim mikdash you tell me if an ashir downgrades he is yotze. What's the what's the difference? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Shani Atam, 
Dichtiv Zot Which means by Mitzorah It says the word Zot What does uh, Zot teach us? Rashi Shani Mitzorah Right? Dichtiv Zot Tiye Torat HaMitzorah Velo Aheret Which means What do you do? Rabbi Gizat HaKatun Torah says You have to bring this Qurban for the Mitzvah. You cannot bring a different Qurban. Therefore, a rich man has to bring this. You don't have options to bring something else. It's got to be Zot. It's got to be this. I think it's not the Katun. you got to bring the right Qurban. So the Gemara says, oh, you got to bring the right Qurban. <laughs> so then, the poor man should also not be able to upgrade by the Mitzvah. If you tell me Zot, it's got to be what it's got to be. So just like the rich man can't downgrade, the poor man shouldn't be allowed to upgrade. So the Gemara says, no. Torat. The Torah also by Mitzvah says, Torah There's one law. Meaning, by the, when the rich man uh, brings his korban, it says over there, Torah hat. A rich man's korban is good for everybody. So now we have two standards by the Mitzvah. The rich man's korban is Torah hat, it's for everybody. That's why a poor man can upgrade. But she'enken, a rich man cannot downgrade, because it says, rich man, zot. You got to bring this. Now the Gibraltar is going to prove this. Vehatanya, this is not a question. This Vehatanya that she says is Bini Huta. Sometimes Vehatanya are posing a question. And sometimes Vehatanyas are proofs. How do you know? You only know just from the context. In this case, she tells us. Vehatanya, he says the word Bini Huta. It is to be read uh, not as a question, but as a statement, as a proof. Torat lirabot mitzorah ani shevi korban ashir. Yachol afilu ashir shevi korban ani tamudomar zot. Beautiful. Brightek says exactly the derash. Torah teaches me the ashir's korban is good for everybody. Zot teaches me that the ashir's got to bring an ashir by Mitzurah and he cannot downgrade. Now, the Gemara has one more question. Vinilaf mina. Once already, you have a rule by Mitzurah. Learn from Mitzorah to Mitzamim Mikdash. Which means, and say, whatever the rules of Mitzorah are, should apply to Mitzamim Mikdash. And just like a rich man cannot downgrade by Mitzorah, he should not be able to downgrade by Mitzamim Mikdash. We have a special mi'ut, exclusionary terminology that says, V'imdal hu. Rashi says, V'imdalu, if he is poor, let's Rashi, before the Mishnah, Mi'utu, Mitzorah hu da'ashir shevi korban ani lo yatsa, Abal sh'ar chibay korban olev yored lo. When the Torah says by the Mitzorah, V'imdalu, it's coming along to say, Dafka by a Mitzorah, If a rich man brought a poor man's korban, lo yatsa. Have extra words, imdalu. That's by Mitzorah. But by every other Qurban, Olevi Yored, Metameh Mikdash, and others, whatever they might be, a rich man that downgraded, Yatsa. So therefore, you can't live everywhere else, which is Mitzorah is the exception. Why? Because you have special Gizirat um, Katuv from the extra words, the Imdal, who. Keyword thereby being who. Meaning who. The Mitzorah has these laws, but not. Anybody 
else. Okay, now we start the next Mishnah. Kashar Lashon Shel Zehorit Berosh Sa'ir HaMishtalayah. Okay. Now we go back to the Goral of the two goats. One is going off the mountain and one is Lashin. So the Mishnah says, they would take a red string and they would tie it around the head of the Sa'id HaMishtaliyah, of the goat that's going to be sent out. And they would position it uh, parallel to its exit. The door that it's going to leave the Bet HaMikdash, they would stand it in front of that door. And the one that slaughtered, I mean, that's the one Nashem, Keneged Bet Shechitato. That corresponds, it's Bet Shechita. Now, we don't know what these words mean, Keneged Bet Shechitato. I will give you the two options now, and then we'll see it in the Gemara. It could either mean one of two things. Either you position the animal parallel to the place where you're going to slaughter it. For example, the north. So you turn it to the place where you're going to store it and you just have it facing that way. Or it can mean as follows. You put a string on the side of Mishtalayah around its head, around its horns, right? And on the sa'ir that's going to be slaughtered, you put a red string around its neck. So can either mean the neck of the animal where you put a red string, or no... Where you're positioning it to where you're going to slaughter it. That the Gemara will analyze. And she says, wait to the Gemara. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, after he finishes the Goral, he puts the string on, he positions the animals, we continue the service. He goes back to the second part. Till now we learned the Quran did one part. The first part, what did he do? He made a vidui. What was the vidui? To atone for him and his family. Right? What is the second part? So it says, "Besomech shetei adav alav." He puts his two hands over the part, umitvadeh, and he confesses. Vekakaya omer, ana Hashem. Again, Hashem is the Hashem meforash. Now we probably have to change this. This would go to. Are we putting aviti first? Aviti pashati hatati lefanecha ani ubeti ubene aharon am kedoshecha. The second part atones not only for Aaron and his family, but for all the Kohanim. He adds the words, "Ubenei Aaron am kedoshecha, and Hashem kaperna la'avonot v'la'peshaim v'la'chataim shagaviti v'shepashati v'shagatat lefanecha ani ubeti ubenei Aaron am kedoshecha." Kakatuv betorat Moshe Avdecha. When he would say the Pasuk, So then when they would hear the Shem and Furash, not only in that Pasuk, but Anna Hashem, etc. So the people that heard it would bow, the Gemara didn't say that, but they would know, they would bow, and they would say, Baruch Shem Kebod Malchuto, Le'olam Da'ed. Like we learned above, that when you ask Shem's name, you have to respond. Come to Gemara and says, Iba'ilu, Nishhat regarding the Qurban that's slaughtered, Akeshira Ka'eh, is it referring to that you put a string around its neck, by the Beit Shehita? That's the, by this place of slaughtering. Or, or is it referring to, you don't put a string on it, you just position it towards the spot where it's going to be slaughtered. Tashema. 
I'm bringing you proof. Detani Rav Yosef. Kashar Lashon Shazurit Berosh Sa'ir Amishtalaya. First, they would place a red string around the head, the horns of the Sa'ir that's being sent. And they would stand it against the front of the door that they would eventually send it out. And to the one that's being slaughtered, they would place it. We don't know what that means yet. So we don't confuse the two goats. And so we don't confuse the goats with other goats. So the Gemara is clearly saying that the reason why you do something with the goat that's being slaughtered, whatever you're doing, either putting strings or positioning, is so it doesn't get mixed up. So now the Gemara analyzes. If you're learning that it was referring to the string, that you put a red string around its neck, it makes sense. Because now, not only won't it get mixed up with its fellow goat next to it, because this has a string around its head, this has a string around its neck, but it won't get mixed up with other goats. I mean, there's other animals that are slaughtered on Yom Kippur, that are also standing in that spot. Now, this animal has a, a, a string around its neck, so you will not confuse this goat with any other. The Braita makes sense. Now, if you're going to say it's going on the position, meaning you position it to, to where it's going to be slaughtered, we know we're not going to confuse it with its friend. Meaning the Sayyidah Mishtalaya, why? Because this has a string around its head, this doesn't have a string. However, but it will get confused with others. Because just like it doesn't have any string, others also <laughs> don't have a string. Proof positive, must be talking about the string. So now we learn the big Hadush. Just like the Sayyidah Mishnah gets a red string around its horns, the Sa'id Shil Shem gets a red string tied around his neck. What do you gain by this? You gain that there's no confusion. Not between it and its friend, and not between it and any other Quran. But you don't have to position it facing where you're going to slaughter it. Whereas the Sayyidah Mishnah, you do face it towards the door that it eventually is going to exit. Keneged Bet Amar Rabbi Yitzchak said, He says, I heard about two, the Shemilu means tongues, but it means red strings. And in Halakha, I heard laws, two red strings. One of the strings is the Sayyidah Mishtalayah that we're talking about now, that you put around the horns, and the other one is the Para'aduma. Now we're learning a hadush that by paraduma also a red string was used. Now he's going to teach us the halachot. Achat shiur, shiur. And I heard regarding these two strings, one needs a shiur, a significant shiur, which we'll see what it is, and one doesn't need a shiur. Even a kol shiur was okay. But I don't know which one needs the shiur. And which one doesn't? Is it the Paraduma or the Sa'id? Hamishtalayah. Amar of Yosef, Nihzi Anan. Let's analyze it ourselves. Shil Sa'id Hamishtalayah, the Ba'e Haluka, Ba'e Shiur. It makes sense that the Sa'id Hamishtalayah 
since you split the string, it's masked whether it would need a significant shi'ud. What do you mean you split the string? Before they would throw it off the mountain, they would split the string, and they would leave some on top of the mountain. They would put it on the rock that was on top of the mountain. When they would throw the animal off the mountain, if the sins of Israel were atoned, miraculously the red string on the rock would turn white. That would be a siman. Like we said, kasheleg yalbinu. So therefore, it makes sense. We have to split it. Obviously, you need a shiur. The shel parad de lo ba'e haluka lo ba'e shiur. But the paraduma doesn't say anywhere where you're splitting the string. It's not about the paraduma. You also tie it around the para, but it's kind of, it's minimal. You put the uh, put a cold shoe. Now comes the incidentally. Where do you see by the paraduma they need a red string at all? So Rashi brings down the pasuk in Bamidbar Yotet ve'lakach hakohen etz eres ve'ezov u'shni tolaat shni tolaat. That is the red. String. So clearly by the parashah it does say you need a red string. Matkifla rame barhama. So rame barhama has a question. Depara name ba'e kobed. Hold it. You should need a shi'ur by the paraduma. Because the string of the paraduma needs weight. What do you mean it needs weight? They would tie the string to the animal, right? <coughs> With the string, they would tie in it a gudat ezov, a hisap, and it's, it is a piece of uh, cedar. And then it says, v'hishlich, you would throw it, il toch sinifat para. You would throw the it's, it is, the ezov, ushni tolat, that string tied to these items, you would throw it into the fire of the para. And one opinion says it has to be weighted down so when you throw it, it lands in the actual fire. It goes to the bottom. So therefore, if you're saying it needs shi'ud, COVID, right, it's mashma, maybe that it needs a shi'ud. Meaning the string cannot be a culture. Maybe the string's got to be significant in order to also give it some weight. So how are you telling me, Rabbi Yosef, nah, the paraduma doesn't need weight, doesn't need the shi'ur. Maybe it does need shi'ur, it needs COVID. Now look at the Rashi Ba'i COVID for a second. It's one, two, three lines before they get wide. Ba'i COVID. Yeah? So it's heavy. V'tipol letoch omekaul. So it'll fall to the depths of the fire. K'dikhtiv el toch serifat apara. Right? So, what do you want? The whole subject of COVID is about Some say you need COVID, some say you don't need COVID. So, Rabbi Yosef is going like the opinion that you don't need COVID. And if you don't need COVID, it makes sense to say that the shiur for the uh, strings only by the Sendra Mishtaleh, not by the Paraduma. Rabbi Yosef, your whole logic was. Well, it makes sense that the paraduma doesn't need a shi'ur because you don't split the string. You only split the string by the Sayyidina Mishtadaya. So the Gibraltar challenges that. The Gibraltar is what? By the paraduma, you don't split the string? How does he do with the red string by the paraduma? Korchan beshire lashon. It says, they would tie the agudat ezov. And the Shni and the Agudat Ezov and the Etz Eris, the Hisap and the Cedar, 
with the remnants of the red string. Remnant sounds like you're splitting the string. Meaning part of the string is wrapped around the para, and then you have remnants or the residue, whatever, is used to wrap around. That's much, it's split in half. So how did you tell me it of yourself? No, the Psaid, they split. But the para, they didn't split. What do you mean? You, you see, obviously they split. So the Gemara says, no, no, that's not what it meant. Gemara says, Ema bezanav lashon. Bezanav lashon literally means here, with the tail of the lashon. Look at Rashi, second wide line. Sirukab masrik. Right, the red string, they would comb. V'naasit ketsara lerosha'ehad kemin zanav. The end of it would become narrow. That's when you're combing it, so it would create it would be wide on the you know the parts on one side, and as they're combing it down, it gets narrow to the other part. So it's saying they would tie the its eres and the ezov. They wouldn't split the string. When they say the shiere, it means the part of the string that becomes narrow at the end. So it's all on top of the para. Just at the end of it, they're just tying the. So they didn't split it. That's what the Gemara is saying. They didn't split it. Comes the Gemara and says, the Meidi just says over here that the reason why they would only tie their etzeres and the is up to the end of the string. They would not use the whole string. So he writes, Kedeshid Ushiloshtan. We want it all to be visible. Because if you're going to tie the the thick part of it, it's going to cover the etzeres. We want to see the etzeres and the uh, and the ezol. So put it at the end where it's very narrow part. And you tie it so everything is visible. Comes Gemara and says, Amar of Hanin, Amar Rav. It's it is Ushni Tolat Shekaltatan Shalhevet Keshera. Oh. New point. You took the it's it is the cedar and the Shni Tolat, it's all tied up, you have thrown into the fire. Let's say the flames consumed it before it landed. It didn't land in Toch to the Fatabra. You threw it in, but those flames were so strong, it just consumed it in the air. He says, Keshira, it's okay. Metibe. We have a question from Abraita. Nithabe balashon, mevi lashon aheru mekadesh. Says over here, if the lashon, if the red string and the things that were attached to it got burnt, nithabe, it got singed in the fire, you have to bring another one. Which means, brother, if it got burnt in the air, it's not good. So the Gemara says, no, Amar Abiyah, Kan bekolachat, kan benichfefet. It depends what type of fire you have. One is kolachat. What is kolachat? Rashi says, Esh, sheyesh alea amud shalhebet zakuf lemala, kekelach shel esef gavawa. You have a fire that has a pillar, meaning the fire is shooting up like a uh, like a piece of uh, no, like a grass, like a kelach like a clump of grass that's you know standing upright. Then, if it got burnt in such a fire before it landed, you have to bring another one. means it's a low fire. It's close to the coals. 
to low fire. So if it gets burnt in a low fire, since it's next to the coals, it's okay. In a tall fire, where it's not next to the coals, it's no good. So there's no, there's no stina, there's no mahlok. Comes again what it says, Rava Amar, different answer, COVID Tanaehi. The subject of COVID is actually a mahlokit tanaim, meaning this what you just said. If it's got to burn in the flames, one rabbi says it's kashir, and one rabbi says no, it's got to go down. That mahlokit is dependent on do you need COVID or not? Do you need weight? If you're going to say you need weight, so it's got to land at the bottom and burn. But if you hold you don't need weight, it can burn even in the flame on top. So Rabbi's coming along and saying, forget about high flames, low flames. This guy's got that issue here. The issue is, do you need weight? Once you solve the issue of do you need weight, which is a mahluk at tanaim, each rabbi can take whatever tanaim want, then it's going to depend if it can burn in the flame itself, what's got to go to the bottom. So Rabbi says, and we read it inside, Tanya. Lama Korchan, what's the reason why you have to wrap all these things together? It's it is Agudat Ezov Shitolat, Kedeshit Kulan, Bagudahat, Tibrebi. Rabbi said just so they're all together. Because the Torah must you want all these things together. Rabbi El Azam Bishonomit, Kedeshiebem Kobit, Vipilunitok, Serefat, Hapara. But the other rabbi, which is Rabbi Rabbi Mishra, says, no, the reason why you have to tie them all together is to give them weight. The first rabbi says, you tie them all together just so they can be together. Nothing to do with weight. Because the Torah is mashma that they have to be together. Why is it mashma like that? Look at Rashid Tulaj at the bottom. The ba'inan shiyun nilkahin bevatahat dikhtiv velakah etz eres ve'ezov ushni tulat. Stop, you've got to take them together. Second rabbi says, no, you know why I put it together? Because heavier. So therefore, since we see already we have a mahlokit between the B and the B, the Azam and the B Shimon, you need COVID or not? So now we go back to the mahlokit of the Amoraim and say, the Tad Amorah that said, if it burns, the Amoraim that said, you know, by the case of, uh, yeah, when it said above, it was Amar of Hanin Amar Rav. Right? That was uh, Amoraim. That what? That when it falls in the fire, it's kashir, because you don't need COVID. According to the opinions of no, if it falls in the fire, it's no good. Because you need COVID, you need weight. So it's a different mahlokan. The first answer was no, different flames. High flames and low flames. This answer doesn't matter what size flames they are. If you need COVID, I don't care, even on a small flame, it's got to go to the bottom. You need weight. If it's uh, according to the uh, other opinion, even if it's a, a tall flame and it burns in the middle, it's okay. Why? Because you don't need COVID. Amen, <laughs> amen.